0: Welcome to the Pulse of the Heartland podcast, the podcast where no topic is off-limits. Now welcome the boys of the Heartland, Bryant, Ryan, Clark, Joey, and Trent.
1: What wasn't that magical, Joey?
2: (laughs) It was very much so.
1: Welcome everyone for joining us for another uh, college football kind of realignment rumor mill discussion. So far, um, mm-hmm. t- we've we've kind of been out for a few weeks. We we've get, been taking a little bit of hiatus, and just more and more crap keeps coming out on this stuff. So, figure we do a little bit of a discussion, kind of honestly rumors. Where me is a Big t- a Twelve homer, I want really want to uh, hope for the for the best, and kind of <laughs> ten homer exactly. bring me down to earth.
2: <laughs> exactly, you got to hope for the best when you're. Sitting there, just hat, just hemorrhaging uh, schools left and right.
1: Just looking at tweets nonstop, going. I hope this happens. Nothing's going to be official and all that, but we'll get that in a couple seconds. I mean, Joey, real quick, you want to uh, get our socials out there?
2: Yeah, I'm posting right now on Twitter, and then you can also find us on Instagram. They're the same at Heartland Pulse, and then on Facebook and YouTube. Just search Pulse at the Heartland. And you'll be able to find us there, guys.
1: Perfect. Excellent. Well, how and say you? You know the drill. What's next? Uh, what are you drinking over there, dude?
2: So I am Texarkana. Uh, I'm in Texarkana, Arkansas. I'm on my way back from Beaumont, Texas. Um, staying at a Holiday Inn. Uh, these actually have a bar in house, so it's kind of nice. But I've got a uh, little to go cup of some uh, Goose Island IPA. Uh, you you had a couple. Of- I
1: thought that was purple drink there, Joey. A scissor. Call me Little so. Wayne.
2: <laughs> But, uh, no, this is uh, yeah just Goose Island IPA, one of my favorite IPAs out there. I'm glad they had it on tap. Um, but I got a pizza, a couple beers, and then came up and started doing some podcasts, man.
1: Pizza, beer? You, can, you really can't do much better than that, dude. Man, I haven't had carbs in, like, oh, God,
2: probably since before Maisie's birthday party, so it's been a while. Um, so mm. I'm overloading. If I have, like, a gluten allergy tonight, it, I may die, so... It'll be
1: fun. Well, rip Joey, the worth last thing it. you'll do is make a memorable podcast, how about that?
2: Exactly, worth it man, I'm, <laughs> I'm pumped, I'm pumped, we're gonna be back tonight, um, I, uh, you and I will probably UFC 279's next weekend with Amanda Nunez and Juliana Pena, so we'll get together and we'll get with Trent and see if we can do another UFC podcast, um, I know the boys are probably working on another golf forum, um, mm. and then... Our big comeback for season two will be coming up in August. Big football, uh, plop, big football pods with college football and NFL coming out. So we'll do rankings, predictions, all that kind of stuff uh, sometime in August for you
1: guys. Hell yeah, dude!
2: Yep. How about you, man? What are you sipping on?
1: Well, uh, we got. I got a. Uh, it's actually back pocket here. It's uh, called Th- Th- that's tight. I figured that that, that was about the most Ooh. appropriate one that I could. Find in my fridge when we're talking a, uh, talking about the Big Twelve possibly expanding and and making more money and being the solid number three, I guess now in, in college football since yeah. everyone else seems to be collapsing. So,
2: but, well, that's tight.
1: Well, yeah, that, <laughs> that is very tight for the her Big Twelve <laughs> status. But I guess, well, hell, let's just jump right into it then. So, yeah, you dude. know, we got we got the new commissioner from Rock Nation, your uh, your mark. Now, this is from a couple weeks ago from the uh, Big Twelve Media Day. But I mean, he, mm-hmm. he, he, I mean, I think right now in college football, as much as a year ago, I was bitching about you know this is supposed to be amateurs and and you know we don't want business we don't want anything you know the nil all that money shit you know at this point fuck it it's here to stay we we need to have a commissioner that has that business mindset and that's what he said mm-hmm. he's open for business he wants to you know no stone left unturned and and find any way for the you know for us to be. I think a true player in the future, you know, big, uh, I guess not big 12, sorry, a college football landscape there.
2: Yep. And I've only heard good things about this Brett Yormark. Um, I think he's going to be good. Um, He's got a brother too, Michael Yormark. Yeah. And they're both like huge business guys that get shit done. So I think you're in good hands as far as the big 12 goes. You just need to get teams because they're just leaving left and right.
1: Yeah, I would say with with Texas and Oklahoma, I, I think ironically, I mean it, it's never going to be great that that two teams leave and, and really handicapped us early on. But mm-hmm. I mean, I would say considering that it happened last year, we kind of po- we we poached the teams that we kind of needed in the right, right, you know, really in the right areas. I mean, it kind of was convenient. Now we're looking at the Pac-12 a year later, USC, UCLA leaving. And all of a sudden, they're going, oh, fuck, we don't have BYU to pick from. You know, now they're kind of, mm-hmm. you know, similar. A- a- their AAC is the Mountain West. So, I mean, they're right. starting to do that. And, you know, we really kind of hit at the right time.
2: So, it's it's weird because I, I was saying, you know, you're losing teams left and right. So much has happened lately that I almost forgot about exactly what happened a year ago when you picked up, you know, Cincinnati and them. So, it's yeah. – It's almost like that is not even in my mind anymore the big 12 actually did expand and then they only lost two teams so um yeah yeah, hopefully with this pac-12 collapse with ucla and usc moving um maybe Mm -hmm. you guys pick up like say a colorado utah type type thing now that for sure you can we'll dive into this more but now that there's for sure not going to be a uh not collusion but they're they're not going to join together so um Mm -hmm. if you want to dive into that i know you put all these notes together so i'll let you uh yeah, no, I know
1: how to say, I, again, we've been off for a couple of weeks and I've been basically running my opinions, bouncing it off the walls over here, anyone that would listen. But I mean, <laughs> that, that really is the big rumor is, is now they're the ones that got hemorrhaged from their two – not even their two main brands, two big brands out of there. They still got Washington and Oregon that they seem to be trying to hold it together. But, I, I mean, now it, it's kind of every man for himself. And, you know, the rumor right now and just – geographically it makes sense. And well, prior history with one of them, you know, there's rumors of Arizona, Arizona state, Utah, and Colorado. Those have been the four that have really been rumored to come, that have been uh, rumored that we're trying to invite and get into, you know, everything that we're talking about now is getting to the market. Uh, you know, why, why did the big 10 t- take those two teams, Los Angeles, you know, yep. now we're trying to bring in, you know, Los Angeles, I think is the number two TV market. You know, we're going to bring in if you if we took got Colorado or an Arizona school, you know, or Utah, you know, Denver, Salt Lake, Phoenix. They're probably twenties to thirties. They're not a big market, but mm-hmm. if anything, it kind of expands us into that into that Western time zone, Pacific, you know, uh, Pacific time, and get us into mm-hmm. those late night games too.
2: Exactly. So there's that, and then I was listening to a podcast, the Paul Feinbaum show, right before we jumped on, and uh, there was a guy on there oh. talking about. <laughs> hey,
1: Paul! about Bama, Paul!
2: <laughs> Go, Bama, Paul! <laughs> God, those are some of my favorite ESPN commercials. That would be the number one reason I would even listen to ESPN anymore. Mm. But um, I was listening to that show, and they were talking about how or why USC and UCLA would leave because they're in such a big market. And, you know, there is TV sharing. The next Big Ten, um, Big Ten TV contract, the Big Ten Network is going to be over a hundred million dollars per school per year yep like, I, I heard that rumors
1: at least 80 to 90 but yeah upwards of 100 How well so i care?
2: guess as soon as usc and ucla jumped in to the big 10 apple jumped back into the bidding and instantly put in a bid of like 1.3 billion dollars that is insane money so yeah, they'd be making 68 million dollars more a year by joining the Big 10 than they would have in the Pac-12.
1: That's crazy well, money. And UCLA, the the big rumor is they're 100 million dollars in the red. They're in the deficit. So, oh, yeah. you know, I wouldn't say they've been hemorrhaging money paying all these coaches that had been leaving and you know, every other I mean, they they got a full program of all these sports too. You know, I was saying they got yep. baseball. UCLA has everything. So, yep. Uh, I mean, exactly. it, it's It's going to be interesting with all this new TV money as well, because we're going to talk about media rights a little bit later. It's Mm -hmm. going to be interesting to see how much that money is going to affect, you know, Iowa State. Can we pick up more women's sports and can we pick up baseball again? You know, can we compete at a Big 12 level now in all sports?
2: Yeah, and you would think so, especially, I mean, I know we don't, some of us don't like NIL and some of us think that, I mean, all of us know that there needs to be regulations on that. and Mm stuff. But if you're not going to be responsible for putting scholarships out there and players are going to pay their own way because they're making money via sponsorship and shit, all of that money is going to the school. So why would you not add more uh, sports and more teams and stuff like that? I mean, it makes no sense why Iowa State wouldn't get a baseball team and then also another women's sport because, you know, Title IX, they got to make it equal. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah,
1: but um, so I, I don't know, man. I would say going back to, like, the actual alignment of with these yep. four schools here, I don't know. I'm just, you know, I, I, I've i heard, I guess, really the two heavy favorites because there's been a lot of kickback with Utah. They don't, I, I don't know, they came from M- Mountain West and now they don't want to join the big, the big 12. It sounds like they're really kind of kicking back on that. It sounds like the big ones that are are kind of heavily considering. Colorado wants to come crawling back. And then Arizona is going to be an, uh, is the other big one that they're considering getting a mm. uh, formal or sending formal invites to, or, or I'm sorry, formal applications to the Big Twelve. So yeah. I, I don't, I don't know. You, you know, it, and again, that that's kind of the fun thing about this and kind of the shitty thing is is nothing with your mark. He doesn't officially start with the Big Twelve until August first, so nothing's mm-hmm. going to be official. I mean, th- this is where for the the next two weeks I'm going to be pulling my hair out because everything is a rule. <laughs> everything is, you know, maybe possibly gossip. But I would right. say, from inside sources, we've been watching on, on Twitter and and kind of reading in, and really everyone in the know. It sounds like, I, I mean, again, the 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 uh, the the big thing that's dictating this isn't geography anymore, isn't traditions. It's these TV deals, and it sounds like ESPN. You know, they kind of hamstring the uh, Texas and Oklahoma moving over. I would say mm-hmm. it sounds like with knowing that the move of USC UCLA, they're kind. Of, Everyone's kind of holding out on the money. They they they're lowballing the Pac-12 right now. They they've been talking about redoing their contracts. They've been really, you know, I haven't seen anything that really, I, I guess, makes me think that they're going to survive. You know, and I'm probably right. watching a lot of pro Big Twelve talks, you, you know, as well. Everyone that's kind of wishing that to come true. But mm. one thing, and I and I want this from an outside Big Twelve perspective. It seems like to me, you know, last year when 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 uh, Texas and Oklahoma left, everyone goes, "All right, little brothers of the Midwest, good luck, have fun in the Mountain West." And everyone was kind of cheering on, you know, that the or like the AAC was going to gobble us up, and then there's going to be a 20 team mega conference of all these, you know, substandard mm-hmm. teams. And then now a year later, same things happening to the Pac- the 12 and everyone's going for the sanctity of college football. We got to save them, and it's. Uh, it, I don't know, I just hate the p- hypocrisy from year to year where it's the exact same situation. The top two are br- two of the top brands leave a conference, really hinder the teams have 10 left, the exact same. And, and with this one, we have to save. We have to save the Pac-12 where there's 5,000 people in the stands compared to the Midwest where, you know, Jack Trice is, is packed to the gills of, you know, 60,000 mm-hmm. people every game where, you know, all these schools. I mean, Texas Tech is... Is, is growing, the, they're putting up a new, uh, 200, or they're putting $200 million into their facilities. I mean, these people actually love and right. go to these football games. Pac-12, they'd rather be on the beach.
2: Yeah, and I mean, Kansas is about the only school in the Midwest where they don't sell out almost every game, but then they do that for basketball. So, that's the other thing to touch with, like, the U- UCLA, USC, like, mm-hmm. watching UCLA play Indiana and Michigan State in basketball is going to be fucking awesome. But, yeah. uh, yeah, all of this reminds me of a big game of Monopoly. And bear with me on this analogy for a second, because you've got normally when you play Monopoly, you got two, you know, you got four to six players. And the first two usually go out right away because they don't know how to spend their money and they just don't even make it around the, the thing. Then you got the two top guys that are getting all the blues and greens and the reds and yellows, and they're just waiting for people to land on it. And then you got that one guy that's got all the blue or all the browns, all the purples, all the railroads, and all the utilities. And he's just picking up every little scrap that he can. So mm-hmm. for me, you got the Big Ten and the SEC are the guys with the blues and greens and the reds and yellows. And then you got the Big 12 right now, that's that guy picking up all the railroads and the utilities. And you know, he's gonna have all of those teams there, and they're just gonna their their market's just gonna grow and grow and grow. And just like Monopoly, you have you know more chances of people landing, you're gonna have more chances to have eyes on your product. Your Mm -hmm. conference is going to grow bigger. You're going to have a centralized location. I'm assuming it's always going to be in Kansas City. It'd be stupid not to. That's a huge market for them, and it's a Mm -hmm. central location, even if they do expand west and farther east. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, the Big 12, I think, with grabbing all these schools and bringing more things in, I think they're in a great situation. Um, I hope so, anyway, because I love the rivalry with Iowa State, Iowa, that type of stuff, and Mm -hmm. I just love seeing Iowa State compete – and other schools down in texas and stuff in oklahoma state that all those schools i love seeing them compete with the bigger schools so for me i hope that as they keep grabbing schools and growing that their tv deals and stuff can grow just like the big Ten does
1: yeah no, I, I agree. I don't say I think I think Big Twelve's more of like the oranges, you know. When you go to jail, you can land there a little more often. I think we're I think we're pushing the the, the reds in your monopoly analogy, Joey. The, okay. We're not quite the blues and dark blues and greens of <laughs> you know we're not boardwalk quite yet, but right, we're, we're getting there. Where we're close to so, free parking too. So. I
2: haven't beat you in monopoly yet, so I, I'll take your analogy,
1: <laughs> I guess. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but But no, I I, I don't know. I really hope we could, if we could, if Big 12 is really going to truly compete, because right now ACC with the uh, um, uh, grant of rights, they're not going to be able to uh, get, it sounds like that's really hamstringing them. They have a terrible TV deal. Larry Mm -hmm. Scott in the Pac-12, he really, again, handicapped them and ran them into the ground. And, you you know, uh, hopefully we're in the right position and again, you like your mark, and, and even the Baylor AD said, "Is you know, right now you have to be acting aggressive if you want to uh, compete, and that's what we're doing." So mm-hmm. I don't know if he has some insider information. I mean, being B- uh, Baylor AD, I'd hope so, but I don't know. It's kind, of, it's kind of good hearing that we're the ones that are, that are fighting back, try and get these teams, and you know, if we can be the next sixteen teams, and we can pick up, you know, Arizona. Their football wasn't quite there last year, but. You know they have a solid they very solid basketball team. Arizona State has mm-hmm. solid football. Co- you know Colorado has the past. Utah very clearly has a solid you know football. You know I think they'd be solid additions as well as good travel partners for you know tech- Texas Tech and BYU, kind of farther out in that in that uh, western, you know western portion of what would have been the conference at that point.
2: Right. For me, the big thing to wrap around my head, especially with USC, UCLA already in the Big Ten, and whoever the, the Big 12 gets out of you know that Pacific time zone, you're going to have teams like Rutgers, West Virginia, people in the Eastern time zone watching stuff that's three hours later than everyone else. I mean,
1: mm-hmm. the
2: fans on both sides, both co- both coasts are going to have to get used to that right away. But um, that being said, um, I mean, I do travel a lot for work and stuff, and all of those Arizona areas that we're looking at, the Denver areas, they are growing metropolises. I mean, they, they are – they're big areas that everything is growing. People are are buying into the jobs and stuff that are there, so that fan base is just going to keep growing and growing and growing everywhere they go.
1: Yeah. Well, I'd say I'm holding, and again, hopefully they do keep keep expand there. But I'd say we'll kind of just because we don't want to, you know, just harp on. I could talk Big Twelve all day, but I know that sure yep. is how, how we you want to talk about. I mean, no, honestly. That's fine. I, I,
2: it's the number one thing going on right now, so I'm a okay with talking more Big Twelve stuff. But I do think we need to touch on that one wild card out of the Big or out of the Pac twelve.
1: Oh, which is that?
2: That's the Stanford, uh, maybe considering going independent instead of actually joining a league.
1: Yeah, I would say that that has kind of been. I, I mean. It kind of sounds, from what I've, you know, been reading and everything else, and again, they, they are the biggest brands left, and they are very big national brands. Like, I, mm-hmm. until you actually look at the money, I would have never thought, you know, growing up, like Washington, yes, you know, they made, they made their, their one playoff appearance, which is much mm-hmm. more than Iowa State, obviously. <laughs> but, you know, they had their one appearance, and then, you know, they, they didn't have the, the greatest year last year. And then Oregon is always, you know, everyone thinks Nike Phil Knight. But mm-hmm. it sounds like, I mean, they're trying to hold that, that conference together. And, I mean, it, it, realistically, I didn't say, sorry, we'll, we'll get to uh, Stanford real quick. But, I yeah, mean, I think they're trying to hold them together because they, they don't want Stanford to go independent because now they're going from, you know, t- 10 to 9. And all of a sudden, if, right. they, if they're going to 9, what makes those four corner schools that we're talking about, all of a sudden, why don't they leave, you know, and then you're down to 5. Mm-hmm. And then it's even potentially, you know, I've heard rumors, you know, not only with Stanford – you know, going independent, it sounds like Cal might even have to drop football if they don't, you know, if they don't stay in the Pac-12 and can have that type of a, I guess the type of revenue, even the Pac-12 is lower in the, in the annual money they're getting, but I mean, it's better than the Mountain mm-hmm. West and what, what you're going to get in other conferences too.
2: Right. And then as you touched on uh Colorado, I mean, they, they've already been they've already been part of the big 12 once before. So it's not like they, Mm -hmm. you know, have any reason not to go back. I mean, to me, Colorado always fit better with Midwest schools anyway, but then with the Cal stuff, it sounds like there's reports that the governor might mandate that, uh, ucla has to share part of their big 10 revenue with those schools so i'm sure mm-hmm. cal is just sitting there like yes big 10 get all the goddamn money you can so that we get some of it but yeah i would not be surprised if cal just completely cut football because i mean even though they had aaron Rodgers and Marshawn lynch like it, it, who else have they had who else have they had and when was the last time they were even relevant to be honest with you
1: Mm-hmm. I see. I heard that rumor as well. We, we kind of talked about it beforehand. I really don't know how they would force that. I, I don't know if if they're like sister schools. I really don't get that one. But I mean, they I think they're just kind of scraping in anything at this point. You know, they, they want yeah. to. I and I understand. You know, we we were in that exact same situation last year. And again, I'm glad the Big Twelve mm-hmm. was aggressive. And it sounds like the you know the Pac-12 they're going to have to get aggressive as well. I would say mm-hmm. they, the the heavy rumor right now is, is that we've been hearing is uh, San Diego State and Fresno State are right now they're they're going to try and swallow – they're trying to get, you know, geographical teams. Well, right now Iowa State last year took the, the biggest, you know, free agent last year with BYU that, that's in their, their traveling area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, the, the, those are two that are heavily rumored right now joining the Big 12. Uh, let me see. What, what was the list here? Uh, Boise State for football only. San Diego State, we said yep. – uh, UNLV. They talked about SMU potentially, New Mexico, mm-hmm. uh Fresno State. We mentioned Air Force was an interesting one. I I would never think like an like an uh, like an uh, an academy, you know, joining. Right. But I mean, a military. But the, I would say they could. And they even talked about Gonzaga for basketball only to get that market. Which uh-huh. I don't know if Gonzaga doesn't want to. I mean, they, they don't get to play Pepperdine twice a year if they join the Pac-12. So I don't know if they. If they don't they wanna have that easy, easy way to lead Elite Eight before they lose here.
2: Yeah, but I mean if you take UCLA and USC out of there and then say Arizona, Arizona State bolt for the Big Twelve, like who does Gonzaga have that's any harder than Pepperdine in the the Pac twelve anymore, to be honest with you? I mean mm-hmm. Oregon hasn't been shit, neither is uh uh Stanford in a while or Washington. So yeah, we'll see what happens.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and really the 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 rumors that I've been hearing as well with the Pac-12, and and again those are the two head honcho brands, and mm-hmm. it, you know for me as as you know watching this a decade ago with the Big Twelve and last year at the Big Twelve too, but specifically a decade ago Texas and Oklahoma were flexing their muscle. Maybe we'll go to the yep. SEC. Maybe we'll go unless you know instead of equal revenue sharing we're going to do unequal. We get one and a half shares and everyone else. You know, eight people mm-hmm. split, the, uh, split the, the rest of the seven ways. So right. I, I, I don't like it for the Pac-12 just because it seems like... Because you sure as hell know that Washington and Oregon, as soon as Big Ten just goes, you know, we're not getting Notre Dame, we're not getting Stanford, you two come on in. They they are going to leave them so fucking fast. It's going to be like, a, mm-hmm. you know, in a cartoon when they run so fast that the smoke is in the outline of where they're... That would be Oregon and Washington. They would they oh, are God, getting yeah. out of there so fast, you know, when... Yep. And, and, and more power to them. They got to hold the cards, the, you know, the leverage that they have. But I don't know. It, it just reminiscent of 10 years ago, Texas and Oklahoma getting the extra payments to, to stay with mm-hmm. the Big 12.
2: And I mean, I know Oregon and Washington have been more relevant lately than most of the other schools in that in that conference still. Mm-hmm. But they are not the biggest markets that are left even after USC, UCLA. I mean, you, you would have to think that Phoenix and Denver would be bigger than anything that is in Eugene or... I guess Washington is in uh, Seattle. Well, Seattle. So yeah, I mean that that market's pretty big, but still, mm-hmm. there's so many other things to do in Seattle. I, I doubt that they all focus on Washington football. I've been mm-hmm. by that stadium. That stadium is amazing. They got
1: gating, Joey. Come on.
2: Yeah, but like when I was in Seattle, no, everyone talked about the Seahawks. No one mm-hmm. talked about UW. So I don't know. It's it, Russ Wilson. I just don't think there's Denver a fan now. base where. What's
1: that? As said Russell Wilson's down in Denver now. Now they're all back in on on, uh, on the Huskies. Uh,
2: yeah, it's because the Huskies probably have a better quarterback than the Seahawks do. So,
1: oh come on, you're going
2: to drag Drew Lock too now. <laughs> I mean, he's from Mizzou, so yeah, of course I am.
1: No, well, that that yeah, exactly. <laughs> there you go. That, that's the match right there. Yeah, so, I got
2: all the press on Drew Lock while he was at Mizzou. So,
1: well, and you weren't impressed with with the, all that press, huh?
2: I, I would take Nate Stanley and Spencer Petras over Drew Locke every day. Jesus
1: Christ. <laughs> Iowa fans talking about good quarterbacking, you don't know what the fuck. <laughs> we were hey, talking hey. about this the other day, just to veer off for a second. How did mm-hmm. Kirk Ferentz have you know Brad Banks, who could run the ball a little bit, throw the ball, get second in the Heisman, and he goes, oh, my God, I got the formula. Fuck it, we're gonna go cookie cutter, six foot four, two twenty quarterback, and yep. we're not, and also we're not gonna throw the ball either anymore.
2: Yep. And then the only guy that uh, defies that and does his own thing and actually throws the ball and wins us a bowl game against LSU, and then he is the dark, the the black sheep of the family, and no one likes Drew Tate. No one will hire mm-hmm. him because you know he's a he's a rogue. So
1: yeah, that I might don't have been less uh, him him and Ricky Stans. You're probably the last Iowa quarterbacks that I actually liked, but. Yeah that you didn't that like one CJ I, what's
2: that CJ yeah. Bether the Golden Locks of Love
1: no, no no, nothing special about him but oh well, right. I, well I mean for, for a Cyclone fan not, not like like I said I don't know Ricky Stan maybe it was just cuz I was younger too that in, in watching that I mean that was legitimately one of the best plays I've seen the the Iowa U, LSU uh oh god yeah um, Hail Mary there sorry Ryan uh, yeah, for take Iowa the, in the last play yeah -hmm. Holloway, but well, while while we're talking uh, Big Ten, Iowa might as well just go straight to it. Um, They're done from everything that we've heard. They're done with realignment. The the only way that they would expand currently is just going to be is if Notre Dame comes if decides that all of a sudden they want to join, you know, the Big Ten for whatever reason, and then Mm -hmm. potentially if they join just because you'd have an odd number, not that you have to add people, the 16th team would be Stanford. So I mean. I don't so know.
2: I, I honestly I think Notre Dame
1: doesn't join.
2: I, I, I mean, I've been hearing a lot of if these two slash three super conferences like actually happen with the SEC Big Ten and potentially Big 12 just, just being huge, it would have to be a playoff stipulation that you have to be in a conference in order to compete because they're going to yeah. be so big that they're not going to have Not going to be able to do out-of-conference. It'll be cross-conference rivalries, but not out-of-conference games. Um, Yeah. So, like, Notre Dame and Stanford and then BYU would just play each other four times a year. So, that makes Mm -hmm. no sense. So, yeah, I think Notre Dame's always been a Midwest school. I think it'd be smart for them to join the Big Ten. Um, If if, Even if they don't do that, the Big 12. But, yeah, joining, like, the ACC or the SEC would just – It'd be stupid i they just don't fit in those conferences if you ask me but yeah. um and stanford i think stanford and oregon state would be great additions to the big 10 just because of wrestling so i think that oh be
1: jesus Christ. they're never going to make a decision because of wrestling joey
2: i know but i mean if <laughs> if stanford goes indie but there's a reason that i mean like if they have to have a stipulation that they have to be in a conference in order to make playoffs why wouldn't they join the Big Ten? I mean, yeah. they'll join the SEC, and then wrestling joins there, joins the Big Ten as an offshoot. Like, I mean, the Big Ten's going to have the most money by far once that TV deal goes through. Because I, I
1: think businesses. in the near future, Joey, since you're speaking of a nonprofit, uh, uh, Iowa actually Iowa and Big Ten might be the only schools that maybe turn a profit in wrestling. But oh, God, I would yeah. say I I think that the the only I think the future is going to be Football is going to be different. It's going to be these mega yep. conferences and lead to that, and then every other, and maybe basketball, but every other mm-hmm. nonprofit one, they are just going to be completely different. You know, maybe the old like geographical and just, you know, even though there there's more money than ever before, it just feels like like with wrestling, you're not mm-hmm. going to all of a sudden we're going to Bravo to, to re- wrestle now. You know, you're going to keep your, I'd say like with Iowa State, you're going to keep your geographical. You can go to the same tournaments. I think, mm-hmm. I think it, it's just going to be completely different.
2: Well, and that's fine with me because I'm tired of the NCAA being the governing body of any of the sports. I, I hate the yeah. NCAA. I think that they are just basically bank robbers. Um, they're just taking money from the schools and saying that they're governing. Well, the schools are making the fucking decisions anyway, so mm-hmm. um, which is fine with me. So, and you could even if you want to go full NIL, NIL, and all this shit, like the nonprofit things could just be club sports and then that would also take away your title nine stuff um you would just have these club sports like wrestling would have the R- rtc type things and then they could have their own national tournaments then they could even incorporate freestyle as another national tournament so i mean you could get multiple sports out of one team um then your women's uh wrestling could also have their own thing so yeah i uh i'm all for every sport mostly having their own governing body i I know that ncaa has been like the tradition and stuff but i just think that um the sports have outgrown that governing body and it has for a while i believe
1: Mm -hmm. i i think it's going to get a little bit closer what once this nil gets settled down and Mm -hmm. you you know again they don't know the NCAA is ancient. There, I think it's going to get more into a collective bargaining. We're going to get away a, a lot more from away from the amateur. We already are, but I would say I really th- I think at this point it, it, we we are getting away from it. And also, if you would if you would have said, Brian, I bet you a hundred dollars we're going to talk about women's wrestling. I would have said, No way, we're going to bring up women's wrestling <laughs> in this college realignment talk. But here's Joey. Bringing up how Oregon State would should come to the Big Ten.
2: It's all the angles, man. You got to open all your eyes, see everything that's going on, and mm-hmm. why Stanford and Oregon State should be in the Big Ten.
1: I, I um, mean, you you if the Big Ten sent an invite to Oregon State, they're leaving this instant. They, they're they're going to leave that oh Pac-12 yeah. in the dust. But that I, I'm going to tell you, Joy, that's never going to happen.
2: No, I, I don't. Is it Corvallis that Oregon State's in? I think. Um, yes, yeah, I don't think anyone wants to go to Corvallis from the Big Ten anyway. So, no offense to Corvallis, I've never been there. I'm sure it's a nice town, but it's just I don't think so anyone far in Corvallis wants to go to Iowa City. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's that too, especially <laughs> in the middle of you know November, December. So, um, yeah, we'll we'll see what all shakes out with all this stuff. But uh, I know you wanted to talk about all the media stuff. We can jump into yeah, that real quick. Uh,
1: I wouldn't say I. I just don't. I real quick. I just don't think like with with all these like Pac-12 movement and stuff. I've read a couple articles and been keeping up because like the, the the the, I guess probably the most experienced school from going from conference to conference right now and kind of being in the situation you you see uh, USC UCLA are in is West Virginia. Mm-hmm. I mean, remember they used right. to be even before the uh Big East. Oh God, I cannot remember the. uh Conference, what it was called, but I mean, you know, they used to have, you know, they used to have rivalries with Penn State, and then, you know, and then Penn State left for the Big Ten. Then they're in the Big East, and they had, you know, rivalries with Pitt, and they had all these, you know, and again, geographical traditions, you know, and then they left, and now, you know, like from from the stories that we've read, you know, in West Virginia, yeah, the first couple years that you, you know, it's kind of like, oh, we get we get to go to Norman, we get to go to Austin, Texas. They're coming here. Oh, it's a you know it's a big it's a big you know, deal the first couple years and then the right. magic wears off. You're like, okay, we're, you know, and especially the last couple years is it, you know, West Virginia hasn't had the greatest roster. But mm-hmm. kind of, great. Now, you know, we're going to have Baker Mayfield come in and, and destroy us, you know, kills by 40. Oh, you know, we're, you know, now we have to travel to get our asses kicked. We're traveling, you know, 1500 miles to Texas tech and, and who, who know, you know what I'm saying? Like they're, mm-hmm. they're just the most experienced with that. And I think, you know the first few years with USC UCLA joining, joining the Big Ten, it is going to be the allure. Kinnick is going to mm-hmm. be more packed than usual the first time USC comes to play. You know, right. the, the third time in, in you know maybe in six to ten years, who gives a shit? They're coming into town. They're yep. you know they might you know unless you know Lincoln Riley gets some turnaround, which I think he will. I I think with the California recruiting. And, and and him already having Caleb Williams, and they I think they're going to have a solid year this year because again it's mm. back 12 uh, and so I think he's going to get them back in the in the right place. So unless they're ranked, you know who who the who in in their right mind in Big Ten is going to go? God, we have to wake up for this November 11th meeting for UCLA at at, at a two a two o'clock kickoff. No one gives a shit. Yeah, you know that it, it, it's exactly it's gonna it's gonna be new. It's gonna be fun for a couple years, and then it's just gonna be. You know, especially for them, great. The closest, you know, school to us is going to be Nebraska, and that's 1,500 miles. God forbid with mm-hmm. the first time they have to go to Piscataway, you know, or the first time they have to go to Happy Valley.
2: Or fucking Lincoln.
1: Jesus. Gross. <laughs> yeah, with all the, uh, th- th- this has been the best offseason Lincoln could have had because that whole controversy of him leaving Oklahoma and the transfer report and all that, all that disappeared once all these, these rumor talks started. No one gives oh. a shit about it. About it, no, I meant
2: Lincoln, Nebraska, not Lincoln. Riley. Oh, Lincoln Nebraska. I said, Go Fuck that when they have to go to Lincoln, Nebraska, and there's nothing for miles, fucking miles and miles and miles. Yeah, just redneck idiots. Did no, I say that a lot? I did, yes,
1: Jesus. great. we're we gonna we in Lincoln, Nebraska, but mm-hmm. all right, well, I'll we'll, we'll, say, Well, you, you mentioned meteorites, well, we'll jump into it. So, right now, again, and this is where the Big 12 is really starting to kind of again right place right time with, with uh getting the benefit of kind of going through this last year now we have a solid 12 teams now we're coming up at the end of our media deal and the first thing about this is Notre Dame like you said they want to join the uh, big you know or they uh, they want to stay independent they're looking for with NBC trying to get about 75 million a year and that's you know that sounds like a lot until all of a sudden you're considering that every big 10 teams is gonna make 80 to 100 right. in their new deal so who right. knows this might even be just a low estimate but what they're looking for, and again, Big Twelve is is getting lucky here. And and you and I'm glad you mentioned earlier about you know Apple's looking to try and get into streaming. Amazon's already into streaming. NBC, which is who we're going to talk about, ESPN, Fox. You know, we're looking at a lot of st- streaming services that are trying to get programming. They're trying to fill it right. out. That's why every wrestling match now that Iowa State's on is on e- you know ESPN plus. You know, right. P- with NBC, they're looking for something to fill Peacock with. You know they're they're trying to put peacock in your home. So I mean they're looking <laughs> to have they're looking to bring Big Twelve. The rumor is Big Twelve as shoulder programming. Now you know no, Notre Dame is still going to be the bell of the ball, but they want to have you know an Iowa State Cincinnati play before the primetime game of Notre Dame versus who gives a shit? You you know USC. You know yeah. the, the the big rivalry games that they're going to have, but you, you know I. It, from what I've heard, NBC's really pushing hard for that. CBS is another one that I've really been hearing because again, they got Paramount, and again, you know, again with the expansion that we potentially have with the Big Twelve, or I'm I'm sorry, Pac-12, with with trying to gut them with Colorado, Utah, the two Arizona schools, mm-hmm. you're going to have your UCF that can you know that can kick off at 11 a.m. Eastern time as early, and then you got your Mountain West teams that can kick off at nine o'clock. You got a full day of football. That same thing. Oh, yeah. Big Ten's probably looking at it as well. You got. You, you got that Rutgers kickoff at eleven a.m. and then you got you got USC that can kick off at nine o'clock at night and you have a full day of football.
2: Yep, yep. But I mean, if you think about it, uh, with them joining the other conferences and stuff, especially for me being in the Midwest and everything, yeah, it was awesome watching like USC Oregon sometimes late at night or you know mm-hmm. all the t- all every once in a while you get. Uh, I hate all the different streaming. Oh, okay. Um, every once in a while you get like uh, a Stanford you know, Arizona game that's awesome or something like that. But now I'm actually going to want to pay attention to all of those late night games because it's going to be, you know, USC versus Ohio state possibly at nine o'clock mm-hmm. at night type of thing, which will be awesome. And yeah, there'll be a lot of beers consumed, but yeah, full day of football for all of the conferences now, which is going to be cool.
1: Yeah. You know, you know, ESPN is going to really be pushing for, you know, I keep an sec, you know, big 10, you know, it wouldn't shock me if it was just like, Fox Big Ten all day. You, you know you you have your rabid fans that, like you said, you're going to open your your first bush light at eleven a.m. watching Piscataway. You're going to open your well for you, Joey, 25th, 26th beer when they're kicking yeah, off maybe. in Los Angeles later that night. You know mm-hmm. after you know if, after a few uh, meats that you've smoked on the grill, probably at least exactly. one or two cheeses. You know that that. Yep. They're looking for you know they're, again. They're, everyone's looking for for that programming. So mm-hmm. again, the, I, a lot and a lot of it is Big Twelve has put themselves in, in this position, and a lot of it's luck. You, you know we're running out mm-hmm. on our contract. ACC signed again with all this uncertainty and and the, the alliance. Do you remember that last year, Joey? <laughs> yes. The big Ten, Pac twelve, but hey, we're gonna be brothers and nothing's ever gonna change. Oh, Big Great. Ten scalp two big brands. Shit
2: yeah i don't know exactly what happened with that either because it was just more like uh all right well this isn't actually working so we'll just take two of them instead
1: yeah yeah. if you want me to be pessimistic big 12 fan they're trying to kill college football just like they did right before COVID a couple years ago that that but that's just an (laughs) iowa state bitter fan over here that that's just no not you yeah
2: (laughs) not you (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> no, I, I definitely don't think how much Ohio State screwed everyone by them making the playoffs with only six games when everyone else had to play a full season, you know. Oh, I don't think about that at all.
2: I mean, let's move on. Speaking
1: <laughs> of fall off, how did Indiana fall off so bad last year? Are they going to be good this year, Joey? That's a very random so. question. but
2: I don't think they're going to have that run-and-gun offense that they always do, but I don't think they're going to be – worth a shit as far as like win totals and stuff but i mean if you want to jump into that section we can definitely do that because i got some a lot of shit talking to be doing here
1: so uh, yeah 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 screw it. Was, yeah no, nothing honestly the, and again those media talks again nothing's proposed like i said everyone's mm-hmm. everyone's gonna try and in and uh, outbid each other at this point i hope it's a streaming service i have or that's not too bad and again right. I want Iowa State to succeed, get as much money as we as we fucking can, you, you know. It. I don't think we're gonna make the Big Ten hundred million, you know, eighty to hundred million. If we can get close to that fifty-five, sixty, compared to where we are right now, you know, and, and maybe even more, who knows? But I would say right now we don't have the big, excuse me, the big brands, but we're currently at least a stable conference that's gonna be here, at least for a minute.
2: Yeah, and do you think that the Big Twelve will ever attract? Bigger brands to come back. I mean, Texas, Oklahoma obviously wants to go to the SEC. But do you think maybe if Jimbo Fisher and Nick Saban keep yelling at each other, or maybe Mizzou will want to go to the Big Twelve because they're getting tired of getting their ass kicked in the SEC? Do you think that they'll be? I guess Mizzou's probably not a bigger brand than Oklahoma State, Iowa no. State, Kansas, that type of thing. I, but do you I think? Know
1: I know where you're going with it. I, I don't think so. I think, okay. you know, I right now I think they're just, again, like they've been doing for a decade, they're collecting their paycheck and they're just going, well, you know, we might be the whipping horse, but we're not as bad as Vanderbilt and, you know, we're, we're collecting that SEC money. You, you know, right. that that's really kind of the biggest thing. M- money talks. I think – I don't think there could ever be a big enough brand to move back over back over to the, the big 12, you know, if we're 12, say none. I think the best shot we got, the biggest brands right now, are the four that we talked about, Utah, mm-hmm. Utah, Colorado, Arizona, Arizona State. I think those are the most solid, biggest brands that can come back to us. Right. I think the only ones would be if Oregon, Washington, see the writing on the wall, this is a sinking ship. They mm-hmm. they beg the big 10 again for an invite and they don't get it. Those would be the two biggest brands left. I think we could get. I'm I'm trying to think like geographically. No one's leaving the Big Ten or SEC. No no one would be stupid enough to leave that money. Maybe I wish
2: Nebraska would. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> Although I do like getting that win every year. So. Oh,
1: shit. Yeah. I I don't know. I think maybe like if ACC fall parts like Louisville. Maybe. Oh. Yeah. You know everyone talks about North. You know the North Carolina brands. That's what the again with the ACC. Those are the next brands that are up for the SEC to poach. So, I don't know. Maybe if the ACC implodes, you know, and they don't get out of mm-hmm. like Land or yeah, Grant Rights, you know, that would be the best shot. But I don't think anyone would be stupid enough to leave the SEC or Big Ten and come to the Big Twelve right now. All right, right.
2: I could I could see, um, say like Duke, North Carolina, like the big ACC basketball schools coming to the Big Twelve because of Kansas, Iowa mm-hmm. State. You know, those are those are big schools that compete really well in basketball. Um, and
1: if if SEC wants them, they get them, bud. <laughs> we won't have a shot. I
2: know mean, the SEC is going to get Clemson, FSU, Miami, those schools. But, mm. I mean, Duke and North Carolina have, and Virginia, Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech would probably go to the SEC because of football. But, like, the, those schools, I think, would have enough power in themselves and they could probably jump to the Big 12. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll yeah, see if that
1: conference collapses next year. Hopefully not. Like I said, I really don't mm-hmm. want to have three mega conferences. I'm feeling good that right now we're in the best position to not be screwed by our, our TV contract <laughs> like ACC. And we're currently not imploding like the Pac-12. So,
2: Right. I will say that if one more conference, whether it be the ACC or the Big 12, because the Big Ten and the SEC just aren't going anywhere. There's just too mm-hmm. much money there, too much. Too much power in those conferences, but if one of those other two conferences do implode, I can't see a world where there's more than two mega conferences and it's just split geographically east and west. Yeah.
1: So AFC, NFC, and, and NFL. Basically. Yeah. Basically. Well, I don't know. Well, again, we'll, and if more comes of it, we'll definitely be we'll definitely have another pod to discuss it, but. Oh gotcha. Guess- yeah. Yeah, and say so, honestly, instead of everything imploding, let, let's kind of turn it a little positive or or get some mm-hmm. hype going. Let's do some win over unders. We only got three of them here, just because no Hell other. Yeah, <laughs> super excited there. There's honestly, I, I, mean, I figured just we'll just keep it to our regional ones. When when Ryan is on, we'll do you know LSU and. Mm-hmm. And Clark will do his famous Kansas schools out there. But yeah. we'll, we'll start with Iowa. We've done enough Big 12 and in, 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 uh, all that other talk. <laughs> Iowa, current win total, 7.5 for next year. The current favorite, I think it's like minus 136, is that it's going to be mm-hmm. under 7.5. The yeah, over well, is like plus 160, I think.
2: Yep. Yeah. Well, those people are idiots because Iowa's definitely going to win. I have them at 9-3, and 10-2 possibly if they get past Wisconsin. Um, first I want to do a shout out Two Hawkeyes. are going to be playing this year from our home school. Uh, well it's now Southeast Valley, but was Prairie Valley Got Kyler Fisher, um, and Aaron Graves, uh, Kyler Fisher's number 37, Aaron Graves, number 95, redshirt Mm -hmm. freshman, redshirt junior, I believe with Kyler. So yeah. Um, shout out to those guys. Uh, hopefully we see good things out of both of them, not just this year, but in the next few years to come. But, uh, yeah, as I mentioned, I have them. I'm gonna pick Iowa at nine and three if they beat Wisconsin, uh, ten and two. Have them losing to Michigan and Ohio State for sure. Um, and Wisconsin's the one that's up there. Do I think that that's actually gonna happen?
1: Um, yeah, I, it,
2: you can definitely ask
1: right now, Joey. Nine and three or ten and two. Yep, I definitely think it's
2: possible because their schedule is not that tough, but they they do have. Um, uh, Northwestern Purdue Minnesota on there that every other year it's hit or miss whether those teams are going to try it or get the upset. Uh, last year mm-hmm. is Purdue um, Northwestern seems like every other year. Um, anytime that Northwestern is at home for Iowa, uh, they seem to upset us. So I think Iowa goes um, one two three four one five two. Five and two in their first seven, um, with losses mm-hmm. against Ohio State, and Michigan, and then from there, it's all games that they should win. Wisconsin being a toss-up, but I could see them losing all yeah. those as well. So that's that's okay. the
1: plight of being a Hawkeye fan. I, I would like, say th- thank you for coming back to mm-hmm. earth with this. I could also see us losing those games too. I, I, oh, say, God, I think I would say right now I. I, obviously, I got to be a homer. I think Iowa State's at least going to compete. That was the only game last year. I looked it up twenty seven seventeen. That was mm-hmm. the only game Iowa State didn't wasn't within one score last year. Mm-hmm. Really, we got to see because right again, you know Iowa. All they have to do is hold you underneath ten points and you win. But God forbid if if a opponent scores twenty one points, Iowa's probably losing. So if if Hunter Decker, who's going to be the uh, Decker's is going to be the new quarterback for Iowa State, if he can make some noise and, and is kind of proven. You know what? When he plays, I mean, who who knows, man? If if he can get that offense going again, Iowa State's our Iowa defense is stellar, and you have ten returning starters, right? Yep, including that Moss. So I mean, you you have solid yep. starters, but I, I I'm I'm looking I'm looking over here again. Sorry, yeah, San Diego State warm up game, Iowa State,
0: yep.
1: N- Nevada, Rutgers, yeah, Michigan. But but again, you know, you're like Michigan and Ohio State for sure. We're gonna, you know, for sure losing. But then, no offense, Joy, Illinois always trips you up. You got the Northwestern that, God forbid, if that one's an eleven a.m. kickoff, you know, Christ. I was with you last year when you're having the meltdown after the after the David Bell Purdue game. I mean, I honestly, man, I I know you'll never admit it, but it but Nebraska doesn't have Adrian Martinez anymore. They don't have a guy that's going to turn the ball over. That's three to true. That's Again, true. Again, it's all it's all going to be depend on your offense. I I do still think it's over. I think I think Iowa gets to eight wins. I I okay. honestly, so you're I basically I, I don't know just they,
2: saying that they they lose to Wisconsin and Iowa
1: State, but win the rest. Lose to yeah Michigan, Ohio State, Wisconsin, Wisconsin,
2: and Iowa State.
1: Iowa State or Purdue, one of those two. <laughs> I'll say Iowa State just so I can keep my homer status here. How about Purdue that?
2: is the largest dark horse in the, <laughs> what I've been seeing in the media stuff. So I could – I mean, they're not going to be a bad team. Don't get me wrong. But Iowa's defense, I mean, they're returning Moss, they're returning Jack Campbell. They're just – they're returning too many good studs from that mm-hmm. defense from last year that got them to the number two ranking. I mean, fucking Iowa put up like 7.8 points per game other than the Iowa State game. So, I mean, it's yeah. – atrocious how bad that offense was, and they still got to the number two ranking in the nation. I mean, it, it's, it's it's insane how good that defense was. Do I think that it will – they can repeat that? Yeah. Yes, but it's going to take a lot of effort. Um, I, I don't think it will happen. I think they'll be close, but, man, that defense was so stellar last year.
1: Yeah. What a time to be alive when Iowa was number two in the country. Jo- Georgia and Iowa, we're talking about all defense all day – we're going to have a seven to three national championship. And then. David- I,
2: well, it, and we had just started doing the podcast like two weeks before that. And oh I just remember God. you guys making fun of me because they're like, I I've never heard someone be number two in the nation and be so sad about a game. And I'm like, yeah, because we are not a good team. Like this is not good. Like our offense is terrible. And I think that. I don't know. I hope the Ferences learned from the last year's mistakes and that they let the ball go some more because I think Petrus can be awesome. Um, but I also highly, highly doubt it. They're just too set in their ways. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'll stick with the nine wins, um, possible ten if they could beat Wisconsin. You still there?
1: Yeah, I don't know why the hell my my computer went through a freezing uh, session there. Thankfully, oh, thank okay. you for rambling there, but I don't. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, uh, I would say Wisconsin. I and again, I know they got that Mertz back at uh, at quarterback. I'll have to I'll have to read those uh, preseason magazines, kind of get the lowdown before next <laughs> one so I can start getting some of these names. You know,
2: fucking Mertz. I remember the first two weeks last year, they thought he was going to win the Heisman and just go crazy, and then all of a yeah. sudden,
1: then nothing. they lost yeah. to Notre Dame.
2: Yep, exactly yes John I agree Northwestern is always a thorn in our side we do play them at home so it means that they will probably beat us by four
1: so I'm yeah. sorry Iowa fan I still remember I swear to God Iowa gets to 11 like on a true like the the Kirk Ferentz once a decade double digit win you know 11 12 win season they always get on the cover of Sports Illustrated. And then they always lose in a heartbreaking fashion the <laughs> next week. Every just don't put us on the cover anymore, please. Oh my god,
2: you've got me in such a funk now. I'm gonna have to go back down to the bar once we're done. What?
1: <laughs> no, and, and that, I would say that one was the loss to Northwestern. That was only because your quarterback out here. I cannot remember which one it was though.
2: Uh, it was at home. God, who was it? Fuck. Uh, it, wasn't wasn't Stans- it was Stanzi. Was it Stanzie?
1: I'm pretty sure it was either that
2: or Nate. It was either that or Nate Stanley, one of the two.
1: Nate Stanley two years ago. That was, well, that was also another. God, i well, before we move on to the next one, just so we can keep talking about how bad Iowa quarterbacks are, Nate Stanley, (laughs) watching him like two or three years ago when we were in Omaha, we were watching that Michigan game. Mm -hmm. That was the worst quarterback play I've ever seen in my life. Yep. I'm talking about all levels—middle school, high school. I watched that, and my eyes were bleeding by the end of it.
2: Yeah, because his target was—I can't even reach as high as his target was for every fucking throw. I don't know yeah. how those amazing tight ends ever caught the ball, but just because they're amazingly awesome and studly. So, just like every Iowa tight end, so well, shout yeah. out Sam Laporta.
1: You just need to like start recruiting one or two star basketball players, but they're like six eight, and just put a helmet on them. Just go go mm-hmm. long. We we played Army. Iowa State played Army about uh, golly a decade ago, twelve years ago, and they had a six eight tight end, and they were on the two yard line, and they threw four posts in a row. All they did was throw the, and he caught the final one, fourth and fourth and goal. They threw it again, <laughs> and he finally caught it. Just because it's like he's six foot eight, just throw it super yep. tall, and and he'll catch it, you know. So. Yeah,
2: Georgia had one of those a few years ago. I believe his last name was Gore, but yeah, he. Uh, mm. He was the same way. He was like six seven, six eight, and then they would just toss it to him at the goal line. And I don't think he made a catch ever in the middle of the field. They only use him in the goal line.
1: So, what's a who, who's a Atlanta's got that tall tight end, or maybe not anymore? was that?
2: Uh, Kyle Pitts is their tight end now.
1: No, like um, like last year, two years ago. I don't know. Uh,
2: Hayden Hurst was the one they had before that, and then before that they had.
1: Shit. Your lack of Falcons fandom is showing, Joey. You you should be able to know that. Like,
2: well, it's hard to care about a team when Julio Jones isn't on there anymore. So, oh, yeah. speaking of which, I need to order a Kyle Pitts jersey tomorrow. I need to get that there in. There you now.
1: go. So, uh-huh. uh, I think they still have but, Deshaun Watson jerseys for seven dollars on NFL Shop. You can you can throw that in for for a like a I don't know for a napkin towel. You can wipe your car out. know, you can use it for wiping your ass. For all I care, but.
2: Austin Hooper, is that who you're talking about?
1: Yes, thank you, Hooper. Okay,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's six yeah, John, John, brought that up. Okay, yeah, I didn't know he was that tall. I just know he was a white guy for Baltimore.
1: Thank you, John. That that was that was gonna drive me bonkers. I thought it was like a, a crazy last name with like eleven letters. It was just Hooper. Stranger right. Things. So all righty, yeah. well let's go into some talk about some real football here. Iowa State. So can I use those?
2: Can I use those Deshaun Watson jerseys as a massage towel? Like, okay? oh
1: no let's, <laughs> let, let's not jump into that here speaking of, <laughs> of, of a happy ending here iowa state we're gonna have a happy ending of this year the total wins right now is, is six and a half here obviously i'm going over now the, the tough games right now honestly the, with how competitive the big 12 is and there's a lot of teams where even last year they are you know I think it was Texas Tech. They had that 62-yard game winning uh, at the buzzer, 62-yard field goal. You know, people are vying to beat, to beat Iowa State now. Now, last year was the the dream team of ours that everyone wanted to beat and a lot of them did. But I'd say right now the, the toughest games right now at Iowa, that, that's going to be a tough one in Iowa City. Baylor mm-hmm. uh, Baylor at home, thankfully. We, we get Baylor at home and Oklahoma at home. Those are probably two of the toughest games we're going to play and then, you know, Oklahoma State, we, we have to play on the road in Stillwater. You know, I, I, I guess they're a little pissed still because we uh, ruined their national ch- uh, championship hopes back in 2011. So they're always going to be a tough game. And, and honestly, they returned so many people. And, they and I mean, Gundy's the most experienced coach in the conference now. I mean, they, they, they're always going to be a tough out. I, I do think right now for Iowa State this year, and let me uh, – actually, let me get it shared – I think we do go over on the uh, on the wins. I I think it's only going to be seven wins, but I would say right now I think even we're projected to go. uh, I think we're projected to go uh, like a lot of people have us between fourth and eighth in the uh, in the league. So it's kind of uh, I would say it's right now we we have the few top teams at the top: Baylor, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. But then you got can you know Kansas State, Texas, Iowa State you know, everyone is, it's kind of in the middle, you know, the middle is very strong or, you know, we really, Kansas is kind of improving, but Kansas is, is the clear bottom, you know, Texas Tech, West Virginia are down there. But even then, you know, all of a sudden maybe, you know, uh, West Virginia or uh hell, even Kansas might get three wins this year, but I don't know. I'm, I'm looking at the schedule right now that I got it pulled up here, you know, Southeast Missouri, that's an easy win. Iowa, that'll be a tough out. Again, it's going to be which which offense comes along. I know that uh, uh, the uh, Brock – Oh, golly, I cannot remember his last name. Um, The uh, backup running back uh, for us, Brock and Deckers, if they can get it going and we're going to have a solid offensive line because you guys decimated us last year with -hmm. with, with that defense. Our line couldn't do fucking anything. So if we can have a solid – you know, and again, I was a maybe and only if we can get lucky with four. I think it was uh, the last five years, I was beat us in the turnover batter 9 0. You're not going to beat anyone if you are you have nine turnovers to your zero. You know, you have to force something.
2: Right. So. Right. Iowa will for sure be the toughest defense you play all year. I don't care what comes
1: out of uh, Norman. Um, the, the Iowa will be the toughest defense you face. Uh, it'll, it'll be interesting. That, well, again, Ven- Venables, and and again, he was the defensive coordinator at Clemson before. You know, he's going to have the ta- he's going to have the talent there. Oklahoma's always going to have the talent. Can, can you get can you get him playing right, Christ? I, I bet right. you. After watching that bull game and the and the one Boomer Sooner fan that I, that I have, I, I I think he had a heart on that whole bowl game watching Bob <laughs> Stoops. Because it was like Lincoln Riley was so checked out last year. We, we you yep. knew something was up. He was, he was going to U, US, uh, USC. and that fucking team went from a team that could care less about being on the field to in that bowl game just fucking obliterating Oregon.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It, they just, exactly. Uh, so I, I, bet you everyone's a little upset. It's, it's they, they'll take Venables. They wish it was Stoops though. That, that's for damn right. sure. Oh, but God, yeah, yeah. But, you know Ohio, uh, gotta hope an easy win. You know right. Baylor tough. Kansas should be an easy win. Kansas State is always going to be, again, that's one of those, you know, Farmageddon's kind of, you know, Tw- Twitter, it's always brutal on there. Kansas State and Iowa State fans are always going back and forth. But mm-hmm. I think Farm- Farmageddon should be fun. I Again, we're, I think, what are we, 3-1, and 4-0 the last four years. we. I mean, I think Brees Hall just scored another touchdown against them just now while we're talking. So, uh, I mean, they, I don't know, Kansas State should be a fun one. The one thing that I guess now that we're we're kind of getting down here, uh, the, you can look at the schedule. You know, Texas and Oklahoma, that is one thing for Iowa State. The last few years, it used to be like oh, 11 a.m. kickoff Texas or 11 a.m. kickoff Oklahoma. Well, I don't need to watch that. We're going to get our asses kicked. You, you know, it was always a presumed you know loss, and we we're always oh shit, we have to. But really, since we we've been improved, Matt Campbell in the last few years with. You know Oklahoma not being the playoff team that they used to be and Texas being what they currently are. You know there's not really anyone that we've been playing that you're feeling like oh shit we have to play them. You know Texas and Oklahoma I can very well see us you know winning close game. Oklahoma would be a close game I can very well see us playing well you know versus Texas. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah, you know. Um, and then you know going through the the west the the rest of them West Virginia that one. Uh, you know th- this is going to be typical uh, Iowa State fan, but those fucking those refs screwed us in that fucking game. There was a lot of questionable calls on that one, but again, shouldn't have even been that close versus West Virginia. Oklahoma State will be tough. Te- Texas Tech. If if we lose on another 62 yard field goal at the fucking buzzer, I might be hanging before my fucking rafters by the end of that. that, <laughs> that I, I I did all that research last year. There, there's only been two times in the history of football. There's been a field goal that long to win a game at the buzzer, and that was one of them. So I, that one, I don't expect that to happen again. And then TCU, they got a new coach, they they they've Mm. got new everything. I I think those are going to be pretty easy. It's, you know, I think I think seven and five, and then obviously get to a bowl game. Hopefully, we get to eight wins next year, kind of keep that streak of. This, (laughs) just to show you where Iowa State's history's been, Joey. This is the first time in history that Iowa State's had five winning seasons in a row, and we're going to push the Mm. record to get a sixth winning season in a row. So,
2: push the record, he says. Yeah, we're
1: going to we're going to keep expanding that record. Um, What else? Matt Campbell, one win. He's going to be second all time in Iowa State wins. Uh, And someone had my buddy Ryan. We we have a bet go, or we will have a bet going probably here pretty soon. In fifteen wins, he'll pass McCarney. For uh, first all time in Iowa State's uh, wins, and I think we're going to get to that next year for Campbell.
2: So that's fine. I, I hope they do. Um, as long as they keep losing the sidehawk game, I
1: care less no, about the, the rest of the, the, the We'll get a win this year. I, you know, what? the more I'm talking about it, the the happier I'm gonna I'm getting about Hunter Decker's. I, I you know what? Fuck it. I, I, hold on, I'll, I'll go full joy. I, you know, nine and three probably. We're gonna, you know, we have a h- couple. Ah. Pickups in the middle of the there year. There it is. There okay. it is. You know. No, I, I want to be uh, a little bit realistic. I wait until game week to be unrealistic.
2: So I want to do this right now. I'm going to make a Hamilton bet with you for the Hawk game.
1: Okay, done. Iowa okay. State win by I'm 10. Sure. By Hamilton. I'm, I'm
2: sure. Oh, you want, you're going to give me 10 points? I will take that all day, no, son. Because no. <laughs> you know if Iowa wins, it's going to be by like 4. Uh, if Iowa State wins, it'll probably be by 30.
1: So. Oh God, Trent just said, "Send me that link." Well, uh, yeah, give me, give me one second, folks. Well, well, That's hold right. on, L- let me get the next subject, and we'll get Trent in here. Yeah, uh, I
2: can go on a rant for a little bit.
1: Yeah, yeah, the next one, Joey, Nebraska, seven and a half wins projected. How do you feel about that one, buddy?
2: Huck the Fuskers, I, I don't understand. It, they are the Texas of the Big Ten everyone mm-hmm. always picks them to just be amazing blah 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 you're, i'm looking through their at. schedule i could find five wins i could find five of them so mm-hmm. i'll just go through it northwestern they're gonna lose because that's in ireland um wait you is you that in, lose ireland? in ireland i can't remember if this one's in ireland or they played that last year doesn't matter they're gonna lose to northwestern uh mm-hmm. north dakota probably win uh whoever georgia southern i well, guess and that's who that is oh, yeah shit. they'll win that. You-
1: you can, you can keep going. I'm just going to pull it up so the people watching, because we actually have a few people on right now, I'm going yep. to uh, pull the schedule up again.
2: Yeah, that's fine. You want me to share my screen?
1: No, you're, you're good. I, I got it. Go go ahead and no keep There is
2: not a Martinez there still, so uh, <laughs> don't expect seven interceptions this year in the Iowa game. Probably just four. But Yeah, something like that. Um, oh, speaking of losers, uh, Nebraska. Hello. We're talking Nebraska Trent. Hello. So what's
0: up, buddy?
1: I thought you were calling uh, I was
0: say Jesus, I am. I had to get on here because uh, Bryant started to give his predictions at Iowa State, so I figured I'd give mine now that I'm free and ready to go here. But Are uh, you know, on the Joey toilet? likes, yeah. No, <laughs> <I thought> so. <laughs> I'm sitting <laughs> no behind me. Do do many bathrooms have? This in it a big window? I thought it, it I honestly honestly was a shower, like shower curtain. Curtain too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it's a curtain. Jeez. Trent
1: is Trent's pooping and podding at this point. There, there, uh, more power We'll to open but. it.
0: We'll open them to uh, avoid confusion. So, what, what's,
1: right, your, well, what's your what's well. your projection for Iowa State here, sir?
0: Uh, uh did you? Let's see, southeast, southeast Missouri, Iowa, win Ohio, win Baylor, win KU. I'm joking. <laughs> I don't think Iowa State's gonna go. Um, I think Iowa's. I think if they can get out of the non-conference two, two and one, that would be great, especially with. Um, Starting, uh, this is the first time since 2007 that uh, Iowa State is starting a quarterback on week one with zero uh, division one starts or something like that. Um, -hmm. so experience at quarterback might be a little rough, but people are saying Hunter Deggers is absolutely slinging it. Um, so what did I say, two and one? I think – I don't know. So Kansas State, again, they're supposed to be better. I But lately on Twitter, I, I'm sure Bryant has noticed, Why do they think that they're going to win the Big 12 this year?
1: Yeah. I, I and, and I think with Kansas State, if they're going – they have to be – they have to have a perfect season. And no offense right now, because, again, I – you know, really, Kansas State. I don't really think about too much until the week. You you have Adrian Martinez right now, and Joey can attest to it. The last three years, he's turnover prone, and like I said, you have to be perfect if you're going to beat the Oklahoma, the Oklahoma State's in order, and the Baylor's and Iowa State's to get to the conference championship. You know,
0: like, do, do they think that he got miraculously, better, say, January and right now?
2: More importantly, why it. would a big 12 school ever want him? I mean, the more throws he has, the more chances that he's going to throw an interception. So why would you want him? There's more well, chances
1: to throw interceptions. Ch- mm-hmm. Chicken or egg, mm-hmm. it, or I guess maybe chicken or egg. is not right. Maybe I'm stupid. It, it Was it Adrian <laughs> Martinez that's turnover prone, or is it Scott Frost play calling? Uh, yeah,
2: or is it just good Iowa defense? I'm going to go with the last one. No. Play
0: Iowa twelve games out of the season, so mm-hmm. right. Play some bad defenses in there too, and he wasn't good. Right, uh, K State's offensive line is supposed to be protection, and he can be decent, but yeah, I don't see it. But uh, I, I think Iowa State, I kind of, I think seven and five, um, okay. would yeah. be a good number because of Hunter Deckers. but like I. said, Said, like they say, he's slinging it and can make all the throws. Nice, See, I, I hope
2: so. And I really, honestly, I hope Iowa State is able to bounce back from all the talent that they lost in the draft because I love it when the Sci game is uh mm-hmm. fun. I- so, yeah, I'm all for them being good as long as they lose by three. So that's fine.
1: <laughs> I, uh, I, yeah, I, I would say it. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I think I think it's going to be a lot more competitive than what people think this year. Like I said, I've I've heard a lot of a lot of positives, but I don't I don't know, man. I would say it, it's really going to be that that killer for week uh, week one uh, game versus Southeast Missouri. You know, we we've been, we've had that on our chalkboard since the Cheese Bowl last year, so that's all we're focused on. <laughs>
2: Speaking of that Cheez It bowl, did you see that D- DJ Ogolonga or whatever from Clemson said that uh he was super heavy after that bowl game? And someone put on Twitter, yeah. Well yeah, I would too with a trophy like that. Did he eat all the cheese at that
0: bowl? <laughs> I
1: did I did see that. I, God, that I mean, and that that's such an impossible situation too. I know he's a five star and he should have done better, but it's like hey, we just went through the best mm-hmm. quarterback. I mean, it's kind of what Hunter, we just went through the best quarterback in our school's history, live up to it now. Right. I mean, that's what is as, as much as, bro, you know, people shit on Brock Purdy, he has 31 school records. He's the he's the best quarterback. You can make your arguments about Seneca, but Seneca was turno, turnover prone right. uh, as well, you know. Right. But Pur, Purdy was the best quarterback in Iowa State history. You know, it's. I don't know. It, like, like you said, it, it's going to be. It reminds me with, with with Brock. It it reminded me when I was watching the Chiefs with Alex Smith the last few years. He just you know he went from a gunslinger to slowly just start checking down and being safe. And that wasn't the Brock Purdy that won all those games his fre- freshman sophomore year. You right. know that. So I don't know. Maybe Hunter Decker's can can be our Mahomes and, and really start rejuvenate the offense there.
0: yeah. I was or listening to the. Listen to this CW and Bloom podcast, uh, Cyclone Fanatic, and they talk about Jock Purdy. It's like over the last, he kind of almost regressed, but they don't know if, like, just his experience, he was overthinking things now and just what, just just slinging it, you know, know? like he did his first Mm -hmm. couple years. So, you know, Hunter Deckers is that. He doesn't have all that experience, so just in it.
1: Yeah, that, that will be the toughest thing. So we'll kind of – you know, when we gauged it you, versus you and I week one, we kind of felt like, oh, shit, this isn't what the team that we're supposed to have last year. That first game will be a good indicator on where we're at next year.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, shit, if you guys win the national championship, Campbell could tie McCartney.
1: Oh, well, <laughs> that's the goal. playoff and national championship or bust. Otherwise, it was a failed season. Exactly. Well, Trent, while we got you on, let's let's go back to uh, shitting on Nebraska there, Joey. You want to continue on with your rant on how much you think they're going to lose in Ireland?
2: Yeah, I mean, I I just, honestly, I don't don't see them beating Northwestern. I don't see them. uh, They're going to win North Dakota, Georgia Southern. Um, Wait, that's, yeah, that's Nebraska. Mm -hmm. They play OU this year?
1: Yeah, they play OU at at home. (laughs)
2: <laughs> oh, God, I don't want to watch that game. That is going to be a fucking shit stomp. Oh, uh, you might win that one by 70 points.
1: Um, yeah, the and then in, in, a, in a new quarterback, a new system. You think it's going to be that easy? Fuck yeah. I, I just I don't think Nebraska's is good.
2: Like I, I haven't thought they've been good under Scott Frost at all. They just have no If anyone's discipline. talking
1: to you for five minutes, Joey, they know you don't think Nebraska's good, for sure.
2: Well, and it's not even so much like when they had, uh, oh, God, who was their coach before? Scott Frost, the one that got – uh, Yeah, Bo Pelini. Like I mean, they were winning 10, 11 games a season. I, mm-hmm. I honestly, every time we played them, it was a dogfight, and they were good. They were good, disciplined teams. They didn't have quite the talent that they've been bringing in with Scott Frost, but the Scott Frost teams just are undisciplined as hell. And their defense, their defensive line, after getting pounded, you know, by the Big Ten defenses for you know five six games, they look like they give up after every quarter. I just, I, if I'm a Nebraska fan, I don't believe in Scott Frost whatsoever, and I am wanting and hoping and wishing that he was gone last year. Um, but hopefully, this is his last year for them. Um, as a Big Ten power, I want Nebraska to be good. Obviously, I want Iowa to beat them every year, but. I want them to be good so that there's national prominence around them again because it brings more prestige to our conference. I don't want to shit on Nebraska. I love to shit on Nebraska, but it's not something that I just like wake up and I'm like, oh yeah, time to shit on Nebraska. Like if they're good, they're good. I'm not gonna say that they're not. It's it's
1: yeah. Joey, I, I want you go ahead. You wake up in your bed and you pull an amber heard ready for Nebraska. You just shit all over it. <laughs> Come
2: on. My cord husker is just ready to go, and I'm just like, yeah. fuck Nebraska. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. Question. But yeah, I, I I seriously think they win North Dakota, Georgia Southern, Rutgers, mm-hmm. Illinois, and probably Michigan. I almost said Michigan. Jesus, probably <laughs> Minnesota or Purdue. One of those two. Those are the five games I can see them winning. I think they get. I think they get beat by Northwestern. I think Northwestern will be ready to roll week one. Oklahoma's going to shit stomp them. I think Indiana outruns them, and then. Purdue, Illinois, one of those two is going to beat them. And then Michigan, Wisconsin, Iowa is just going to run up right over them. So I, I just think five wins is the most I can give them, to be honest with you.
0: Why do they play a conference game in August? Their first. Because it's an Ireland game. Oh, it's an Ireland Yeah. Did not know Don't
1: that. Fuck, why is this not yeah. 2021? It's... Sorry, I'm trying to get the everyone seeing me having my IT struggles. Fucking trying to pull up the schedule here. You think Indiana, who this is why I want to pull up. You think they they don't beat Indiana, who went two and ten last year? You don't think they beat Northwestern, who went three and nine last year?
2: I mean, Northwestern and Indiana both competed in all their games. Granted, yes, Nebraska lost every game by less than single by single digits. I get that but I I just I don't I just don't see them beating either one of those because I think Northwestern is going to go over to Ireland, Ireland and be ready to roll um Fitzgerald is just that that's his home that's where he needs to be is Ireland so Northwestern should just play over there all the time but uh yeah I, I and I think IU I think Indiana just runs outruns them I bet they make it attract meet with their running on offense and Indiana can't keep or Nebraska can't keep up
1: mm-hmm. I so, don't like that that's my right, thoughts okay. just, just your thoughts huh just you know, I don't I don't know I don't think it's gonna be that easy I I'm gonna give Nebraska a little bit more credit I think Scott Frost with him you know negotiating down getting paid less this year he's definitely thinking at this you know he wants to uh I don't know. I he, again, he you've kind of you know you back someone in the corner. The only thing they can do is go out. I, I don't know. I think he proved something this year. I I, I don't know. I maybe I have a spot, soft spot for Nebraska. They they've been down too long the last few years. I think they're they're on the the uh, up up and coming here.
2: I think it's been too long since Iowa State played Nebraska. You guys, if you guys played them and got to hear their fans, you would you would be on the same boat as me. So,
1: Trent.
0: So if if I wasn't on call, I would go to Larchwood and put money on the under for that seven.
1: So hold on, so let me let me get their schedule pulled back up. Yeah, I say what, what.
2: What kind of number are you looking at then, Trent?
0: Nebraska. Yeah. like Years five wins. Yeah, uh, I like your See. number. Yeah, that's under seven. And-
2: and I'm even giving them the benefit of the doubt that they beat Minnesota because of all the P.J. Fleck shit that's come out. Um, yeah, I could see Minnesota beating them too. So
1: What's coming out about P.J. Fleck?
2: He's got current players saying that he's a narcissist and mm. everything's all mm. about him and the way that he projects to the media is completely different and just puts down his players and staff and everything else. And so it's one of the most hostile environments they have ever been in.
0: They have so to
1: he's be in Urban in a happy room then.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Never mind they, they didn't they didn't attend the second mile camp so I guess they, they they wouldn't understand that one but I don't know <laughs> Pete again I mean again I think you kind of have to have a little bit of those qualities maybe he ex- exerts a little bit more I don't know I, I guess we'll have to see if more of those rumors that that is so weird that yeah, the, the PJ flag I, I, I guess I've I guess never heard of that. I guess I'm out of the Big Ten circles there.
2: Yeah, I mean, it was on, on Twitter, I think, last week. So
0: um, Who yeah, would I, have ever thought a guy who uh, just created a thing would bring it from, from wherever he was, Central Michigan or wherever, mm-hmm. to continue beating that and put it on their helmets and put it on all that crap would be a narcissist who would ever think that exactly
1: yeah, look just at how good my idea is mm-hmm. yeah yeah you exactly. shirt, I, I if you, you're only a true gopher fan if you have a uh, if you have a shirt that says row the boat just like uh like probably like eight to ten years ago you'd only be a true fan of Iowa State if you had the shirt that said so proud from Paul Rhodes. That's how you <laughs> yeah. tell <of> the truth.
2: <laughs> yes hell yes so, oh my man. god!
1: I'm so proud. Gosh. That got me so fucking hyped in college. Every single time, I'm so proud to be your coach. Whoo! God mm-hmm. damn. It beat, Hell yeah, man! <laughs> it, it's so funny. Uh, they uh, Will Compton did an interview. I think it was with part of my take about a month or so ago. And hearing him recount the story about how uh, about how like. God, we were supposed to be so good that year in Nebraska, and we had Dominican and Sue, who should have won the – should have been <laughs> one Heisman. I think we all – our consensus mm-hmm. agree with that. But him reminiscing about it, he's like, he's like, dude, then we – you know, we would play so well on defense, and then we'd play in Iowa State where we had eight turnovers. First off, it was nine turnovers. But he's like, then we'd have eight turnovers, and we, and we, you know, fumbled every time we were within the five-yard line. And just remembering that fucking nine-to-seven game. Again, that was back then when – you know, Nebraska's dominant. I didn't wake up for the 11 o'clock kickoff. Why the fuck would I watch us lose, you know? And all of a sudden, right. it's, oh, fuck. The, you know, it, it, it was comically like people were coming. It's like, dude, Nebraska's turned the ball four times. Oh, it turned mm-hmm. it over four times. Oh, cool. You know, I guess we have a shot. You know, it's still seven to three or whatever. And it's like, they've turned it over six times. And all of a sudden, you turn it on. And they turn it over three more fucking times. And you, we win the closest, shittiest game that you could have. It was a... <laughs> And, and I, think, I think I think the Iowa State or the Ames Tribune or, or Omaha Herald or whatever, it was like Paul Rhodes wields the hammer of awesomeness. People, like, bought that paper, none other, and were posting it all over our dorms my freshman year. That was that – was, yeah, Paul, Paul Rhodes was an idol for a few years until uh, – Moldier. Until we, uh, yeah, until we didn't have any more 6-6 six and six win seasons. Then all of a sudden we were pissed about him.
2: Man, who were you more pissed about, him or uh... – the fuck was his face? I went to Auburn. Gene Chizik. Gene Chiswick. Cheese Dick. God.
1: Yeah, you know yes. what? To be honest, snake. You
0: know, he was such a fraud.
1: We don't have the good Paul Road years without Gene Chizik's recruits, though. Let's be very That's true. honest.
2: It's true.
1: AJ Klein. Uh, Jake Knott. I was gonna, mm. I was about to say Luke Knott, but that was his younger brother. Uh, I would say he brought in some solid people to at least have a couple winning seasons, but. Yeah, fucking. Was why fastest, would you want to go to?
0: It wasn't he wasn't he the fastest D one head coach to be, be fired after winning a national championship? Before Ed Ogeron? Yeah, uh, I mean,
1: yeah. Uh, how, I think
0: it was like two two seasons later he was fired at Ari. Okay. So yeah, yeah, it was before Ed. But yeah, that I mean, I remember that being a
2: thing that uh, he won with Cam, and then they just imploded and they didn't do shit after that yeah.
1: mm-hmm. one, one with cam and i can't believe cecil somehow out of nowhere had a hundred thousand dollars deposited into a, into his bank account <laughs> that coincidentally <season. laughs> so right before his son chose who would have thunk yeah so because you... uh what's it? cadillac williams uh was he still there was that them ronnie brown cadillac yeah, williams. williams i yeah. no, that was the undefeated year that uh... was that was the year where they were third at 13 and 0
2: Behind
1: I can't USC and saying
2: just saying old college football names like today I heard Ron Dane brought up and then I was thinking of uh Lawrence Mulrainey or whatever from uh Minnesota, the double head monster they had, and just like talking college football running backs and like old names. God, just gets my blood flowing. Can't fucking wait for the season, man. God, it's gonna be awesome.
1: Dude, I, again, that—that's why I love about college because, because again, the, the, you know, pro sports. We can talk about NFL Day too. There's just a, something special about, like, like you said, all of a sudden you, you're remembering the one fucking Steel Jance. That he's a goddamn legend at Iowa right. State. He did nothing. Like he beat UConn. I mean, fucking, who gives? You know what I'm saying? Like nothing yeah. of, of of prominence, but you remember those those names. Yep.
2: Yeah. So Trent, before your iPad dies and you get out of here. Hamilton bet, Seahawks game, me and you. You on in?
0: This uh, one? What's that? You give given any points on this one? No. Bryant tried to give uh, me 10.
1: <laughs> oh, that's common. No. Holy crap. I was just saying we were going to win by 10. Mm, okay. Jokingly.
2: I'll, I'll take it. Okay. Sweet. And then also, right. UFC 279, you want to join in on a podcast next week?
0: Uh, pencil. pencil me
2: in. Okay, cool.
1: He's cool. a soft yes. <laughs> yep. I just
2: yeah. want to make sure we got that take business taken care of before your iPad died. Yeah. Yeah.
1: We did. De- we definitely can't text him afterwards or anything, no. you know. No. We, ha- we have no. to waste our audience's time talking no, about our schedules.
0: <laughs> the audience is gonna want to Is Trent gonna be on the USC podcast? About-
2: it's just another reminder that there will be a UFC podcast next week for UFC 279,
1: and then also a reminder that Trent and I have ten dollars on the Iowa State game. God, can't believe you're already going to be twenty dollars in debt. We season haven't even started, Joey. You're already going to lose twenty. <laughs> what are you milking <laughs> a cow over there? Yep. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. So I don't know. Trent I didn't say before your iPad died, any other last thoughts that you have to get in here? Anything you want to say?
0: College football to start. That's all I have to say. I'm ready. I'm
1: Yes, sir. How many how many days until the season start? August twenty seventh? For, yeah. 44. Yeah. how is it
0: well, forty four? 44 Iowa State and Iowa play there. Hmm. I got
1: gotcha. you. I'm sure there's games early. I
0: mean, there's games early this is when Nebraska and uh, Northwestern, Northwestern plays. So six days.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, thirty-six six days. days. <laughs> well, 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 they'll be playing what they call football. It ain't Big Twelve football, but it's football, I guess. I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> well, but all right well i would say if, if you guys got nothing else i would say we'll go ahead and wrap it up because we could fucking talk for hours at this point but
0: oh god yeah i, would
1: say I, I do appreciate well, we, we, i would say we've been having what's that
0: i was gonna say if they're gonna play in ireland uh, they are used to it so might as well have a big 10 over there
1: We you cut off the punchline you've kind of been cutting in and out bud
0: <laughs> i said they might as well have a 3 to 2 football game in Big 10 football. Well, that's why they brought him over there.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's like soccer. <laughs> Fucking soccer. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. The the their football. Three I don't know. Right, yeah. right now the American dollar is worth more than the euro, so I think we get to dictate it's called soccer now. It is not football, football, whatever you want to call it. I like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> so, but we'll we'll go ahead and wrap it up here so we can keep it under under mm-hmm. cool 90 minutes here, but do appreciate everyone joining in. I know we, and I appreciate everyone that's been kind of chatting back and forth on YouTube. Uh, like and yeah. say while we've been posting it live, kind of fun getting back and forth. John filling us in on the on the Hooper controversy. God, I would have been not able to sleep at night not knowing that one. So, um, but yeah, I would say, Joe, you want to uh, give us the socials real quick?
2: Yeah, as always, uh, hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at Heartland Pulse, and then Facebook and YouTube. Just search Pulse of the Heartland. Um, We'll be on all of your major streaming platforms once we get this all published and put together. And then you, uh, yeah, look for our announcements for when, like I said, the UFC podcast. When we come back for season two, we'll have a couple big, I know we'll have big uh, football preview podcasts for NFL and NCAA. So, yeah, Mm -hmm. be ready to roll for football season. We'll be hot and heavy and probably putting out a few episodes a week. Um, We're going to change up our format a little bit, I think, this year. So, yeah, we'll have all that stuff announced on the first podcast.
1: Well, yeah. Anything, any shit talk you want to say about Trent now that he's logged off?
2: Nah, nah. You can never, never shit talk a ginger behind their back. Right, you dude. never know I'm, when they're just I, standing behind you.
1: I'm a fellow redhead, so I would have told him immediately. So he passed <laughs> the test. So
2: exactly. Nah, yeah. man. Uh, I'm looking forward to getting back on the airwaves with everybody, and uh, just as always, just can't wait for football season.
1: Absolutely, dude. Well, hopefully we can get some more. Like I said, I think once your mark gets into office on August 1st, I think that's when a lot of stuff's going to really start falling into place. These rumors are going to start either becoming fact or fiction. And then we can kind of jump in and discuss as well, shit on Nebraska a little bit more. I can get hyped about, you know, Iowa state beating Iowa. That's what's going to happen. So, so, but all right, everyone, I do appreciate you (laughs) tuning in listening. If you're listening to the pod, I appreciate you uh, appreciate you listening. So, have a good yep. night. Spread the good
2: news. Let your friends know. Thanks, everybody.
1: See ya.